This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. Welcome, everybody. We have made it to season three of College Dame Day. We aren't sure, you know, a lot of stuff going on, COVID, all of that, but we are here and we're excited to talk about football and Husker football. So uh, this upcoming Saturday, one week away, Nebraska opens up against Illinois. I think this is going to be a little bit of a challenge for us. (laughs) What do you guys think? Well, based on last year, it was much more of a challenge than we expected then. Um, They ended up pretty much embarrassing us. So I'm really nervous about this game, not because I don't think we can win, but because it's such an important game. Like it's the first game of the season. And if we start off with a loss to Illinois, who is not a good team, it just does not bode well for the rest of the season, in my opinion. Yeah. I always like to have, I mean, if we think about some of our other openers, I mean, the one we didn't have under Scott Frost, and then we had South Alabama, we need like a a team that we know we can be just to get the season rolling, because even those are close games. So I'm very nervous that we're opening against, again, although Illinois, I don't think is going to be great. I think they're a lot tougher than the most opponents you face on week one. I'm also a little bit nervous, but optimistic. I'm not nervous at all. (laughs) Okay. I think we're going to kill them. Okay. Why do you think that? Okay, because, well, first of all, finally, finally, we're not getting, like, hyped up by all the, like, media and, like, not everyone was always, like, on our train, but, like, every year there's, like, some hype thing. Like, Adrian is supposed to be, like, a Heisman candidate a couple seasons ago, and then, I don't know. He is on the watch list again, just FYI. Why? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I feel like because of everyone expecting so much out of us the last couple seasons and like us not performing that now it's like kind of like the tides turned and it's like, nobody really expects anything. Like we're projected to not do very well. And I feel like (laughs) that (laughs) we set the expectations very low. There's a difference between like playing, like as you are expect, it's like when you go into a game and you're like the underdog versus you're expected to win and the pressures on you. I feel like this gives them like a hunger and a fire to like prove everybody wrong. I also think that they want to make a statement because it's just like they are getting like talked about a lot, like with everything that just happened in the media with like the NCAA investigating us, just all kinds of stuff. I feel like we're just like, we really want to make a statement. I feel like our defense is going to be just like, "Mm, I'm so excited. I can't wait to watch them. Um, (laughs) Amy, the forever optimist. I just (laughs) really, I really think like our defense, I, I don't, the first quarter, I think there'll be some like jitters and nerves, but then I think we're going to just like step on the gas and I think we're going to, it's going to be a blowout. Okay. Alrighty. Well, taking the field will be our four named captains. Did you guys get a chance to see? We just named our captains this week. Yes. I did. All right. So we've got Adrian Martinez. We've got Austin Allen. Cam Taylor Britt and then Damian Daniels. So hopefully they can uh, get the offense and the defense uh, corresponding there to show up for us. So Brett Bellama took over from Obi Smith. Don't know what to think of that there. They're also returning 22 super seniors. So that's something else to keep in mind. I do think this is a winnable game for us. Well, we'll see what happens. 
Yeah, I think Illinois, it's hard to know because they do have a new coach this year, whether that's a helpful thing for them or if that's going to be like the typical first year coaching, kind of working out all the kinks and everything. Um, it'll be it'll be telling to see how that goes with Brett Bielema. The fact that he was able to get so many of the seniors to commit to coming back for another year makes me a little bit nervous. Seems mm-hmm. like he's got them really fired up and ready to go. And so I don't know, all of those things make me nervous. Or- it's Illinois. They're not getting drafted. They know they're never going to play again. <laughs> and they just like want one more chance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let Amy end that on an optimistic note. I am very nervous about this game. This is actually the game I am probably the most nervous for the entire season because I feel like so much hinges on us winning it. It sets the tone for the season. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And our mental, like our mental strength has not been a real key part of our game yes and so we need every benefit we can get in like really building that confidence up I agree so someone who it's not their first year coaching it's actually their fourth so Scott Frost kind of needs to turn it around here got a losing record and not not a, a good vibe going into the season when you're surrounded by controversy so inappropriate okay. use of analysts and consultants during practicing and games Notice how this came slightly after Creighton and Doug Ma- or Greg McDermott got investigated for their shady behavior. I feel like this is a little Creighton-Husker rivalry. I feel like Creighton turned them in. They had ah. to shift the blame off of them in state, so they uh, mm-hmm. they tried to shift it. Okay, well that's just a conspiracy know, was, theory. Just a yes. conspiracy theory. Well, I was wondering who it was that turned us in because I read that you know when it first came out, and I thought. Like how many schools were doing this exact same thing throughout oh, the yeah. pandemic? Michigan you know what I mean? Like we are not the only team. Michigan is being investigated for the exact same thing. We are the analysts on the field, and there's no peace <laughs> anywhere. I'm not like, sir, that's not an analyst. That's just Jim and Khakis. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous though. And also, I think we should also talk about the NCAA having too much power. It's ridiculous. Well, I don't know that they do have so much power. I feel like they're on their way out, and they're like frantically grasping for whatever they can get but it's like no one pays any attention to them anyway so people are paying attention to it now like well only because because it's nebraska you know i think overall they have it was probably kevin warren that turned us in (sighs) that's probably who it was looting with creighton that's me that means he would have to get off his butt and come visit nebraska to know what's (laughs) going on and I don't think he ever comes out of his little hidey hole. So, well, we'll have to see how that turns out. Fingers crossed. It's nothing, something small, slap on the wrist. Um, but kind of on the other side of things, from controversy to maybe, I don't know, maybe this could be controversial. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know where you guys land on it. The name image likeness impact. Mm-hmm. I think it helps us a lot or it will in the future. Yeah. I can't remember who put the ranking out, but like, there's already talks of like all the walk-ons at Nebraska getting like a full scholarship from, I can't remember the source, but um, just because they want everyone to come and play for us. And like, could you imagine that though? Like walk-ons just like automatically getting like a full scholarship to come here? Like, well, something similar did happen at BYU where they have all yeah. of the football players are getting like a certain amount of money, you know, some of them already. <laughs> yeah, some fitness, quote unquote, all of this, all of the players there are on scholarship now. And so one of the things that the conferences are discussing, because the NCAA probably won't do anything about it is 
just what kinds of safeguards do we need to have in place to protect the amateurism of the sport still? Because at this point, you know what I mean? Like, are there any regulations? Can there are no rules pay all of their players, you know, as much as they want, like, you know, that those sorts of things. And, just trying to create a level playing field um, because I do think teams like Nebraska, like what Amy is saying, teams like Nebraska will benefit more. You can't, uh, you can't make it be even. You just can't like, so they can go ahead and try all they want, but money talks, money speaks for itself. Okay. So <laughs> the two things that Amy enjoys money and Husker football, I will say, I won't, I, I let you guys argue out a little bit. I won't share my opinions. Although I will say, a certain someone got a certain endorsement, and I'm very jealous because we've been trying to get this endorsement for three years now. But uh, Austin Allen did get Runza. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, a little I'm, jealous. Yeah, I'm a little jealous too, but I think it's perfect because he is from Nebraska, and you knew that Runza was going to jump in there and sponsor a Husker player. So I yeah, kind of it's like a question of who and that. when, not if. Right, Maybe exactly. I could slide into Austin's DMs. There you go. Figure out how he did it and see if mm-hmm. he can get us on board too. There you go. Well, I will say probably another uh, podcast that will get it before us is, did you see, have you guys listened to uh, Adrian Martinez's? He has a podcast. It's called Athletes Unfiltered. And he's been interviewing, obviously, a lot of his teammates. But I have a feeling they, they'll get picked up pretty quick with some sponsors. Lexi's son got Borsheim's. He got Borsheim's. I did see that. <laughs> um, so, Laura, you've listened to the podcast, it sounds like? I've listened to a little bit of it. Michael listens to it pretty frequently, so it's in the background okay. as I'm as I'm working. It's in the background. Uh-huh. Yeah, do, is it good? Do you like it? I mean, would you recommend it? It's it's no college dame day, Megan, but okay. what is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you guys have to check it out. I, I'm interested to see how how they continue it. I'm sure it's probably taking a hiatus for the season, but let's continue this train. We're we're feeling tentative but excited about the season, so let's put some numbers to paper. I'm what not do you guys at all? Okay, well, Megan's a little bit, I'm a little bit, you not so much. So, Amy, I, I have enough anxiety in. for all of us, guys. <laughs> Shocking. I wonder where Elizabeth gets it. Let's do the predictions then for our record this year. Um, looking at our upcoming games, so we've got Illinois, Fordham. I think it's how you say it, not Fordham, but either way. <laughs> Buffalo, Oklahoma, Michigan State, Northwestern, Michigan, Minnesota, Purdue, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Iowa. So, Amy, give it. Let's start optimistically. What are we thinking? Don't you want to save me for last? Because you know I'm gonna have the best one. Well, yeah, it's all downhill after you go. That's all right. Exactly. Okay, I'm going nine and three. Okay. Okay. Uh, Megan, you want to go? I'm still thinking on mine. Um, no, I'd like to hear first, Amy. Which games do you think we're gonna drop? Which three? Okay, well, here's the thing. It's like it's like a a moving bubble, if you will. Like sure. there's certain games that I think we might, you know, pull off potentially, the right? On and then you know, but then okay. there might be like a slip up in like a, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. not the Fordham game, but a different one. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know. Got it. You got to like just keep the window open. But I really, really want to pull off the upset at Oklahoma. Um, would be like the highlight of my whole year. But mm-hmm. um, that would be a uh, quite the upset with them being ranked number two right now. I suppose it's possible we could drop that game so I'll count that <laughs> in them. Mm-hmm. and then like I feel like this is our year with Northwestern do you guys remember when um 
like, you know how we would always play Colorado and it was always like a good game most of the time, but we would always beat them. And then that one year, um, was it Barnes? Is this when it was still the Black Friday game? Yes. Okay. So you're not talking about the last two years we lost to them. <laughs> right. Because I was like, I do remember uh, that. It's I don't like where this is going. Listen, just hang, bear with me for this story. Like, okay. we would always play them and it would always be close, but we would always end up like pulling it out. Was it Barnes? It wasn't. I don't even remember who the coach was. No, I do. It was that. I can see his face, but I think it was Bar- Barnes. Is that right? Barnett. Bar- Gary Barnett? Yeah, Gary Barnett. <laughs> So he, like, spent his whole season, I think, like, preparing for the Nebraska game because he wasn't going to get beat again. And they, like, blew us out 62 to 36 or something. I can't even remember. And we still went to the Rose Bowl against Miami that year. (laughs) But, like, I feel like this is, like, Scott's, like, sick of Northwestern. And, like, them, we're just going to kill Northwestern this year. Like, absolutely slaughter them. Um, So that's not even one that I'm worried about. That was a that was a long story to follow. <laughs> yes, especially considering it's not answering my question, which is which games <laughs> are we gonna drop? Like, but we're not gonna drop. Amy, Amy's like, let me take you on a little story journey. <laughs> Here's the thing: I think that Northwestern, everyone's always scared of, and I think yeah. this year we just don't need to be. That's a solid win. Okay. 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 It's just we can count on that. So I'm thinking. Possibly, you know, Ohio State. We might drop that one too. It's whatever, but it's a possibility. I I think Iowa too. Like we're gonna get them this year. They're just like we're sick of losing to them. It's not gonna happen again. But I think like between Michigan and Wisconsin, somewhere in there, we might drop a third. I don't know, but <laughs> okay, okay, alrighty. Oklahoma well. and Ohio State. Then perhaps Michigan or Wisconsin. But we'll get one of them. Okay. Yeah. I'm torn between six and six and seven and five. Okay. Pick seven uh, and five. Well, no, okay. because that is actually what I'm going with. So if we all want to be different, Laura, go ahead and go with six and six. Well, if you want to be more pessimistic than Megan, then. <laughs> well, and then I... I'll, I'll like end on a higher note. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, all right. I'll take, I'll take six and six. And I'll say that we drop the games to Oklahoma. Wisconsin, Ohio State. No, I'm gonna go seven and five because I'm gonna say we get Iowa this year. So then I'll say we'll we'll drop one perhaps to um to Michigan or Minnesota, one of them, but not both. So I'll I'll go seven and five. I literally just said that. Okay, but you went nine and three, Amy. <laughs> so. yeah, but I'm saying my my game is between Michigan and Wisconsin. Like that I'm not like between Michigan and Minnesota. I'm saying okay. we lose to Wisconsin. No, I think that that um, boat up there is sunk. All right. Well, I'm going to go seven and five. Like I said earlier, I am very nervous about the first game, but I am still counting that one a win. Like Amy and Laura, Oklahoma and Ohio State, it's hard to see us winning those two games. I also don't have really high expectations for us against Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. But I think if we drop all of those games, we'll beat Iowa. Along the same lines as what Amy's saying, like I have a little bit of a moving bubble. I think if we beat Michigan or Wisconsin or Minnesota, which is all, all of those are winnable games. I just don't know if we can get all three of them. Then, you know, maybe we drop the Iowa game at the end of the season. But um, yeah, seven and five. I really think, though, that going to a bowl game is a win. 
for us mm-hmm. at this point. Like that would be improvements, even if we do go six and six, which I think we can do better than that. But even six and six, I'm like, that's a win for the season. That's a win for the program. It's indicating that things are moving in the right direction. So, yeah, I think if we take care of the games that we should take care of and we play well with the other mm-hmm. games, with half of them winning, half of them losing, no blowouts. I yeah. think that will we'll take that as a win. Yes, absolutely. I also have a bold prediction. Oh, my. Okay. I am going to call that Jim Harbaugh gets fired October 10th after we beat them. Oh, okay. Didn't he, oh, a didn't bold he prediction. Oh, my gosh. I thought you said a bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she said two. I was like, I'm waiting for her to say, like, Rose Bowl or something. I know. I was waiting for her to be like, we're playing Miami in the Orange Bowl. <laughs> Although, didn't they actually just sign him on for, like, another contract? That would be really they dumb, did. but it could happen. But, but I think that the fan base or whatever is going to start grumbling. Maybe they have, like, a loss early in the season, and then by the time we beat them, it's just going to be over for him. Well, well, we'll be sad to see those khakis go, but could could happen, Amy. We have it recorded. It's, we've got it down, so we'll see what happens. Um, they did also come out with... So kind of, I know we all kind of think Oklahoma's going to be a tough game. They are ranked number two in the the poll that has come out alongside Alabama number one, Clemson three, Ohio State four, and Georgia five. Do you guys agree or disagree or general thoughts on this? I, I don't put too much weight into preseason rankings, but yeah, what do you guys, do you guys have say, any disagreements? No, I mean, I think all of those teams, you know, they're obviously always powerhouses. Um, they had good seasons last year. They're kind of expected to be good again. I would sort of agree with that. But like you, Laura, I don't put a whole lot of stock into the preseason rankings just because who knows? I mean, we haven't seen any of these teams play yet. So just take it with a grain of salt, I guess. I feel as far as like sports psychology goes, like Oklahoma (laughs) is set up for a very good season because it's like they put them up there, but like not number one. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's like they're going to be hungry to like get that spot but like they're still ranked high and it's just like yeah yeah I didn't I kind of agree with both of you guys I don't put too much weight but I mean again they weren't like anything shocking what I thought mm-hmm. actually was most shocking when I was looking at the top 25 is Miami got 14 and then LSU got 16 I'm like mm-hmm. I know they fired Bo Pelini but like do they really think they're gonna <laughs> they're bounce really back elevates here. yeah I don't know especially because I think I heard somewhere that their quarterback, Miles Brennan, I think he's injured. So I'm not really sure that they have a starting quarterback at this point. I don't it's know. It's interesting to me. They're one of the higher teams that have, that are rated this year that finished the season not rated. Um, mm. Oregon and Wisconsin also finished not rated in their 11 and 12 this year. But we'll, uh, Does anyone think Wisconsin is going to be good this year? Because I, I know I have them down as like a potential loss, but I just don't feel like they are going to be good. I think this every year, so I realize I'm falling into that trap again. And they're, like, ridiculous as far as, like, star players go. They never have that many, but they always just perform well. It's annoying. I mean, because I am not impressed with Graham Mertz at all. He could surprise me this year and just be amazing. But I just am like, yeah, where are their standout players? I think of a s'more every time. I think it's because his name is Graham, like Graham Cracker. Yeah. But like, I just yeah. think of something like soft and like, I don't know. I just pick up like a s'more. And with crumbles under pressure. Yes. <laughs> ha ha. In the fire. Catches on yeah. fire. 
I, I don't think that, but maybe I will now that you've said it. So yes. but it's um, like culture up there or something. They just like work hard and win. It's just like super annoying. They're just consistent. <laughs> they just they're, they're not they're like to us. We're like they work hard, they're consistent, they just put their heads Boo. down and get to work. I know. It's like you know, they're not, not they're name. Yeah, we'll see. I, I guess I'm a little surprised too. But they do always tend to just play like well like they aren't a flashy team so it's hard to think of them being like really good but I guess that's it. they're just consistent so i don't know i don't know um we do have some other upcoming games it is kind of unique the rollout this year just because nebraska's playing this coming saturday and not a lot of other teams are a lot of them are playing then the next week on like thursdays friday saturdays but uh we've got on uh, september 2nd ohio state and minnesota i don't think this will be much of a game what do you guys think no, I don't think it will be either. I think Minnesota is going to get absolutely destroyed. But who knows? That's why they play the game, I guess. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I will not be upset. Like, I'm not cheering for Ohio State necessarily, but I will not be upset if they beat Minnesota. Yeah, that's not really a stretch, I don't think. But, yeah, I feel like P.J. Fleck is going to be a little bit more aged this year. Um I just feel like he's like aging and like exponentially at this point, and I really think it's gonna need like a cane or something by the end of the season. Alabama and Miami. I know everyone's always hyped on Derek King. I just, yeah. I still don't see it. I know Kirk Herbstreit's come out and says he thinks he's gonna do well. Mm-hmm. We're talking Alabama though. I think, th- I think how they show up against Miami or against Alabama, I don't think they'll be any be close to winning. But how they play, I think, will be a huge determination for their season as well. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a fan of his character either. I just think he's, like, a quitter. I just don't think he has it in him to, like, win a big game. I do think Alabama, just as a team in general, I would not expect them to drop this game. It is a big game, but, I mean, I don't think they're going to have any trouble. Another game coming up on September 4th is Indiana versus Iowa. We got Penix coming Mm -hmm. back. so. They're coming off and of do a you know season. that he is, do you know that Penix is the highest rated quarterback in the Big Ten? That doesn't surprise me, actually. I mean, that's hard to believe though that Indiana has the highest rated quarterback. <laughs> that's yeah, but shocking. I mean, Ohio State just lost Justin Fields, right? So. Right. No, I mean that's why. But still, it's an interesting bit of trivia. Yeah, I mean, he is coming back off of that ACL injury, so yeah. I'd say yeah. the injury more than anything else is why it's surprising, but. Don't you remember when he, like, won the starting spot? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do remember That's that. I enunciated his name carefully. name, and then we found out it's, like, not a long E, so. Yeah. Yeah, if there's um, one time I'm going to cheer for Iowa this season, it's going to be that week, though. It's, like, annoying to me because it's, like, teams I hate, like Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's, like, in the last few years, I've begun to hate, like, a lot more teams, like Indiana yeah. and the Weasley way they treated us. That Yep. Like, so it's, like... I'm just beginning to hate so many more teams that I hate <laughs> everyone, and I can't decide who I even... Nebraska needs to get good soon, then. Otherwise, we're going to end up hating every team out there. I know. There's no one left to cheer for. I guess it's because it's like we used to just, like, blow out, like, piddly little teams, and so I'd feel sorry for them, and I'd cheer for them. But now, like, they're super annoying to me, too, so I don't even know. Yeah, well, I definitely would prefer to see Iowa win this game, so that's what I'll be cheering for. I can't cheer for either one. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to go. He will just, like, 
take each other out and yeah, maybe Iowa will win and get false confidence. I don't know. Uh, Georgia versus Clemson. Amy, you found out something today about this game. Yes, masks are required. So it's like once people get in the stadium, though, like how do you keep them on? Do you have like the ushers coming around poking them with sticks or something? And B, how do you cheer with a mask on? So, like, <laughs> well, is that it's going to be like? Have you guys ever been to a grocery store during the mask mandates? Everyone wore them here. Well, yes, but they wear them like on their chins. You know what I'm saying? Like that's (laughs) going to be what we see. It's not going to. People are not going to comply. I don't think any of us really believe that. The ref with a mask on properly, you can't. So that's why I'm like anxious to see this because because how do they enforce that? They can't. There's no way. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Like there will be no enforcement. Yeah. So I just think it's stupid that they even required it. But and and plus, I guarantee you. Anyone like going to this game isn't real worried about catching the virus. Probably anyone going to this game has already had it and they're mm-hmm. not going to be susceptible again for a few months. So it's true. It'll be fine. I think it'll all work out. It's true. In terms of who will win the game though, because this will be a top five showdown. Yeah. This will be a good one. I, 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 you know, I'm going to have to go with Georgia. I'm going to pick them. But I'm not feeling yeah. super confident. Yeah, I think I would go with Georgia, too, just because, I mean, Clemson did lose a lot of players. And I know that they have the Uyangalole quarterback guy, which, I mean, he played one game and he did OK. I just think all of the hype he's getting, he's probably a very talented athlete. I'm not trying to take that away from him. But I'm just like, he's, <laughs> there's so much hype around him. But then you look at Georgia and it's like. They kind of have an untested quarterback, too. I mean, I know he played a couple games last year. There's just both both teams have a lot of hype around their quarterbacks, and it'll be interesting to see which one lives up to it. Um, I think Georgia's going to win, too. And I think, like, I really think that Clemson's quarterback situation is like a um, like a Joe Burrow, like, well, I guess, like, some people think he's, like, actually good, but, like, like the cast. <laughs> wait, 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 time out, time out. We don't think Joe Burrow's good. <laughs> okay. I've said my piece on this many times. Okay. okay. I think if he had been under our center, I don't think he would have done anything all year long. And like, I stand by that. Okay. Like, okay. I would strongly disagree, but okay. Well, he did. Well, he's do- back in the NFL this year, guys, after getting just train wrecked his first year. So exactly. We'll like, look what he did when he didn't have a line. To like give him. Well, I don't think many quarterbacks would do well with that. Anyways, doesn't matter. Tell us about a Clemson Georgia, Amy. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, I think, like, I would put him on par with like Penix. I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't think (laughs) he's any better. Who is the top-rated quarterback in the Big Ten? So you're (laughs) not really convincing me. Not Joe Burrow. Not Joe Burrow. Oh. Oh. Okay. 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 I I switched back. Sorry. Okay. I was think not following Joe you. has some talent. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like, it just bothers me that he like, <laughs> he has family ties to us and he's yes. just like not loyal. And like, I'm going to go out on I, a limb and say that is what bothers you. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say pettiness is an old friend <laughs> okay. and it has returned <laughs> once yeah. again. Anyway. But so you think Georgia though? I think Georgia, yeah. Okay. 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 Alrighty. Well, I feel like we need a guest um, picker for this one, but I don't know what she's doing. So Louisville, Old Miss. Yeah. How are you guys feeling about, how's the ha- Kennedy household feeling about 
U of L this year. Okay, let me tell you about U of L. It's a very similar story to Nebraska. So expectations are quite low. Similar goals to Nebraska. I think bowl game would be a win for Louisville this season. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. But I'm excited because Lane Kiffin is coming to Louisville, and who knows, he might throw his clipboard down the sideline and create a little bit of entertainment oh. for us that way. So there you go. You never okay. know. You never Sometimes know. Sometimes there's more than just the football game to watch. That's right. Sometimes you have to look for other things to entertain you while your team is getting pummeled. <laughs> Sometimes they sell Renzo's at the stadium, and that's what you look forward to. Or Valentino's Pizza. I know. I am just fingers crossed that nothing happens this year. So. You know, we can take Charlotte to her first Husker game. So, but yeah, I think, I think the biggest win here is one, we can get out with a winning record. Two, we can have fans in the stands all year. So that's all I'm asking. Knock on wood. Yeah. I have a quick question. Um, this is not in the outlines. This is like spontaneous, just popped into my head. And I thought I would ask you guys, um, is there a particular player that you're excited to watch this year? Well, I mean, we're not going to pick the quarterback, right? Like you want someone a little bit more nuanced. Well, you can pick whoever. I mean, I personally am interested in seeing how Adrian plays this year. Obviously it's going to really be a a huge factor in how we play as a team. So that is always a a good answer. Um, But yeah, I was just, if there's someone else, feel free to throw a name in there. Well, I think, I mean, the defense, obviously I want to see Cam Taylor Britt. So obviously he's going to be someone that I'll be Mm -hmm. keeping my eye on. Jojo Doman, yeah, again returning. I think it'll do well. And then on offense, I want to see Xavier Betts get more touches this year. Okay, yeah. So that's who I'm kind of keeping my eye on. I've been hearing a lot of good things about Yant coming out of like practice and fall camp and stuff. And I think it'd be fun if we like, not that we like completely go back to like the Nebraska running game of old, but like just to have a good running back again and get some like ground yards because I think that will open up like our offense like as far as like wide receivers and stuff and so I'm excited to see him I just I heard from I don't know I think it was Frost said something about him and then maybe Adrian just said he had like some nasty moves so I'm excited to watch I think um what we're all watching for the biggest improvement though is special teams (laughs) yes yes that would be nice (laughs) fingers crossed We'll have to see. And obviously our, our kicker and punter situation. Those will be a, those will be good ones. All right. Well, we are excited for Husker football and college football in general to be back starting this weekend. We'll uh, hopefully be cheering Nebraska on to their first win. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content.